Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. The race in California was called for Bernie Sanders last night, pretty much the second the polls closed. Polls closed here in California just about 20 minutes ago. We are awaiting uh, more results. We do have an initial batch. An AP actually called the race for Bernie Sanders, U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders, based on exit polls. It could still be weeks before all of California's votes are counted. But we knew even going into primary night that Sanders had a pretty big lead. And right now, it's safe to say that he kept it in California. I mean, I think the takeaway is that Biden unexpectedly surged, that this race looks entirely different than it did a week ago. There's still a long way to go before a candidate wins the Democratic nomination. But last night was a pretty big deal. So today, we're going to tell you what happened here on Super Tuesday. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to The Bay. Just about six o'clock. News meeting is about to get started. Guy Marzarati, the politics team, is at the board. Uh, so I'm just going to go over for the folks who are filing on stuff tonight, who your uh, digital editor will be. The night started for us in the KQED newsroom about 6 p.m. with a bunch of reporters and editors talking about what the plans were for primary night across the Bay Area. Each of the Democratic candidates are vying for delegates to help them become the nominee and run against Donald Trump in November. And California has more delegates than any other state. Thank you, guys. After the meeting, I caught up with Marisa Lagos, KQED's politics correspondent. Hey, Marisa, 6, 10 p.m. When's the next time we should talk? Okay, so here's the deal. The national stuff is moving really fast. Um, Let's just uh, check back in an hour or so and uh, keep our eye on the national stuff. And this is uh, the worst part of the night. It is the waiting. waiting. It's terrible. I'm like refreshing Twitter. Like like that. Like you need to. Like you don't have to refresh. No, I know. I know. I know. Seven fifty nine. Polls are just about to close in California. Sanders for California. Apparently AP just called it. What? Yeah. All right, so apparently the the AP just called Sanders for California seconds after the polls closed in California. 
It is 8.02 p.m. here in California, and um, we have been anxiously awaiting results, and now we know that based on no actual data other than exit polls <laughs> that Bernie Sanders has won. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, he's been leading very strongly in polls. I think the question now becomes, you know, how how close is it between he and Biden since, and, and how does Warren pick off any of that support? Because, yeah. it, I mean... This has been a sweep for Biden tonight. He's won the majority of the state so far. Um, you know, obviously coming off of South Carolina, it looks really good. But yeah, we still we still want actual results. So this is the first time California's primaries are part of this group of states. It's voting in Super Tuesday. And this was a pretty big deal that California moved its primary up earlier. Mm-hmm. Do we know if California is going to have an impact on the states that haven't voted yet? <laughs> That's a really good question. I mean, I think... It's so hard to know without having the results, but like tonight really seemed to winnow the field, seems to be winnowing the field to Biden and Sanders, right? And so absolutely, if Sanders has a really good night here in California, I think it would counter some of the narrative that we're kind of already hearing that this is Biden's nomination to lose at this point. Um, So yeah, I think it matters that, you know, we are weighing in on the same night uh, as all of these other states. So um, we will be going live, uh, myself and Scott Schaefer, on KQED in about 15 minutes. And my um, (laughs) producer is here telling me to stop talking. All right. Thanks a lot. So I know one thing that you mentioned was that it's going to take, I mean, it could take weeks to actually mm-hmm. have the votes counted. Can you remind us why why it would take so long? Yeah. So, I mean, that's for a couple reasons. One is just that we have a really long window of when people can vote in California. So they started voting weeks ago, but you could hang on to your ballot if you got it in the mail until today. If you postmarked it by today... It, it has until Friday to get to register. So the ballots will literally still be arriving in the mail this whole week that, you know, will still be counted. Um, And then because we also changed the laws so it's much easier to vote, you can actually register on election day. Anyone doing something like that or who shows up and goes, oh, I got a ballot in the mail for, and then didn't have the Democratic primary candidates on it, or I lost my mail-in ballot, um, they're all going to be voting provisionally. And so elections officials have to not only tally those, but before they do that, they have to basically make sure that they're legitimate, that these were registered voters Mm -hmm. that were allowed to vote. Um, And then the other big wrinkle with this election is that you know, much like the presidential election, it's not actually the popular vote that decides who the nominee is. In the presidential, it's the electoral yeah. college, and here it's delegates. And so you have to get a 15% vote just as a candidate to even get a statewide delegate. And then each congressional district, you would have to get 15% of that district to get any delegates. So there's a <laughs> lot of math that's going to happen. And yeah. I'd like Scott Schaefer to do all of it for me, actually. Scott, what do you mean calculator? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, so it's so, like, so you need all the votes in to decide those those percentage thresholds. I like, see. you can't see say somebody hit 15% if you don't know how many ballots were cast. Right, right, okay. So it's just going to take a while. And counties have until April 3rd. That's a month away okay. to actually like certify these numbers. So, what, what questions do you have? Uh, when do I get to sleep? Twenty twenty one. I just mean like this race has been going on for a year. Like we interviewed like Pete Buttigieg, I think 
literally more than a year ago, right, um, on political breakdown. So it just feels like this nomination process is not ever going to end. And, and you know, I think it's like this is the time, too, when it's going to feel the worst for most Democrats because they all picked a corner. They all feel very strongly about which corner they're in. And now they're going to fight amongst themselves. And I think that the you know open question is, does that give Trump and Republicans an opening? Okay, so think about this, though. Four years ago, California didn't even weigh in until June, right? The the primary was already decided by then, even with our 415 delegates. Think about the night tonight was, and if California hadn't been part of it, what the narrative would be for Bernie Sanders coming out of this. I mean, in some ways, you could argue that we, you know, this state is keeping this as a real contest moving forward because Biden did so well in most of the other Super Tuesday states. Those narratives are really important, too. Yeah, I mean, that's all we're working on now because we don't know the numbers, right? I mean, ultimately, with these delegate sort of math thresholds, it's, you know, they could almost evenly split California. But the narrative is Bernie won California. He's still in this, you know, or that Biden won all these other states. He's surging. Um, You know, in Texas, for example, it's really close. Biden will probably win the popular vote, but they're going to split the delegates pretty evenly. But that's not really what matters when, you know, people who are going to go to the polls in a week and be making that calculation. Try to get some sleep. (laughs) So it wasn't a surprise that Bernie Sanders took California. He's been leading all the polls going into Super Tuesday, and he's had a big presence in California, especially the Bay Area where he has several offices and has relied on a lot of volunteers to canvas and push out his message. One of those volunteers was featured in our last episode, Aishin Chikamatsu, who we got on the phone last night after the race in California was called for Sanders. Oh, hello? Hey, Aishin, this is Devin. Oh, hi, Devin. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you doing? Uh, Pretty well. I am in uh, downtown Oakland, so my apologies if there's, like, background noise and, like, yeah. Oh, no, that's cool. I knew you were out. Um, yeah, I'm uh, right outside of the uh, Oakland uh, headquarters right now, actually. Oh, nice. Can you take me through your Super Tuesday? What'd you do today? Um, well, uh, great question. So I was working remotely, and I uh, jumped right into uh, volunteering at the Oakland uh, headquarters, uh, getting other volunteers signed up uh, for our national uh, calling list to get out the vote last minute. That's what I've been doing. So today, I mean, it sounds like you were really busy, but also kind of uh, in celebration mood, it sounds like, over there. So how, how did you feel as the day went on? Well, I could sense that there was a good amount of anxiety, too, uh, of people, like, walking in. But um, there was this constant flow of people coming in, whether it be volunteers that have signed up for, uh, yeah, volunteership today, people who have been uh, coming in, like, every week, every, you know, like, weekend, weekday evening or, like, weekend. Uh, there were some first-time volunteers that just dropped by being like, hey, uh, I want to help out. What can I do? Which was awesome to see. Um, there were also voters coming in and also people who were not registered walking in being like, hey, can I still vote? Or people who live in Contra Costa Uh, working in Oakland, coming up to us saying, I just got off of work. I know I have only like an hour left. Uh, Can I actually vote in this county? And so 
um, redirecting, pe- guiding people to the right direction and making sure that they're able to exercise their rights and yeah. get their voices heard, you know. So, yeah, just a lot of people coming in. I wish I kept track of how many people actually came in. And I understand that you've been working the phones basically till the polls close. Is that correct? Uh, yes, pretty much. Like, uh, wow. Probably like five minutes before the polls close because, you know, reminding uh, folks, uh, voters over the phone and people coming in that, <laughs> like, if you're in line by 8 p.m., stay in line, you're still able to vote. Yeah. And yeah. so, really, until the last minute, like, getting, like, you know, one more vote, one more call in. And so, yeah. <laughs> and then the AP called California for Sanders, like, right at 8 p.m. Uh, how did that feel when you found right. that out? It definitely felt good because we've put in an enormous amount of effort into organizing locally um, all over the Bay and beyond that. And it was good to see that being reflected in the results. Although, you know, um, I think when Bernie's victory was announced it was still the reporting was something like around like four percent or something and so you know to stay optimistic uh, optimistic but also like following the you know updates closely because huge amount of delegates um up for grabs 415 so it's a huge deal overall i think we're feeling very good so where do you go from here we will we need to keep this momentum going uh for myself personally I will definitely continue to text bank and phone bank from home. It'll be great to continue to um, organize and put together like local phone bank, uh, you know, gathering so that we still maintain that sense of community and um, yeah, keep those connections alive, you know, because I've met a bunch of super passionate, amazing volunteers that have great personal stories behind uh, why they got involved and, we need to keep that going. And, and yeah, I would definitely be looking into traveling to different states to organize and knock on doors, too. I'm curious. I mean, I imagine it would be nice to have a little break for a little bit. Are you going to be able to have a break at all? I mean, I, I probably won't <laughs> take a break, really. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not going to sit back and... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's um, almost like, what, yeah, what, what are you supposed to do? You know, just keep on doing right. what you think is right. Exactly. Cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, standing by and, and following up with us. I'll let you get back to it. It sounds like you still have a, a night ahead of you. <laughs> well, we sure do. Yeah. Aishin Chikamatsu is a volunteer for the Bernie Sanders campaign. Thanks also to Marisa Lagos, KQD Politics correspondent. Again, the results of the election are not final, but they are going to continue to change as more ballots are counted. So check out the link in our episode notes, which will take you to our KQD election page for the latest updates. You'll also find results for local races and ballot measures throughout the state. The Bay's late night team has been producer Erica Cruz Guevara and editor Alan Montesilio. I'm Devin Katayama. That's it for now. Talk to you next time. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. 
Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.